Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, Satansrapture.org, Rapture.com, our band sites. And with me is my original uh, co-host and sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. How are you, Pastor Harry? I'm pretty good. You know, I'm in a very, very bad situation, and God has delivered me from evil. A very wicked, evil situation, a Fox News kind of situation, and God delivered me from evil. That's great. Yep, and he did it through my friend, Denny. Thank you, Denny. You're welcome. You know, sometimes in life, God gives us, a t- we have to make a tough decision. We have to choose God over what our husband wants, what our wife wants, what our children want, what our employer wants, what this wants, what a government wants, whatever wants. Sometimes we just got to choose God. And Jesus that's, said what I, we, that's what I tell my oldest son. That's his right? biggest problem because he, he believes in God. He believes in Jesus. and But uh, he has a hard time putting God above his family. And I try to explain that to him. and He, he has difficulties with it. Well, of course. I mean, look, look at look at the fake Christian Trinity world of Fox News. They try to blend faith, family, and, and patriotism as one. And no, it's putting God first. Our true family becomes our spiritual family. See, most That's people true. in the world, you know, they rely on their families, their human family. Blood's thicker than water, as they say, but spirit's yeah. stronger than than blood. And our real brothers and sisters become those that accept Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God, and are truly born from above, you know. But, hey, I forgot to say what I always say. And I'm very thankful for today, today that God delivered me from this evil, a horrible, horrible wickedness. And, and this is the next step on the way to winning that Bible code lottery and rebuilding Jesus' lost church, the church that will be taken in the first of two raptures, the church of Philadelphia, the church that's worthy of heaven. And that's that's what the Bible teaches. People don't like that. But I have to say my famous statement, Danny. There's the only, radio bro- the only radio broadcast on planet Earth, the only broadcast, sermon, podcast, any cast, 
to teaching the truth of what the Bible really says from Genesis to Revelation and back again. And you're not going to get wealthy doing it, but at least you're telling people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. You know, and uh, you make more. You make more money if you tell people what if you tickle their ears. Oh, I know. Remember the first guy I started everything with way back in 1997 September. The big news is Stramski, this Polish biker, that was also an artist, and the guy I didn't even know what the internet was. I made one phone call, and suddenly. He builds me a website and sends me a web TV in the mail. And back then, they were $450, and uh, they were about as big as a truck. And uh, But, yeah, I remember he used to say to me, hey, you got to put a couple more lies in. you got to tell people a little more what they want to hear to make money. <laughs> you gotta put a little... I mean, he was a very street-smart, cunning guy, Ziggy. I call him Ziggy. He hated that. But a very street-smart guy goes, because you got to put more lies into this. you got you know, got to lie a little. Give them a little fake, you know. They, they want to make it easier for them. I said, nah. Jesus said, you know, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me who, who are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. For my burden yeah. is light and, and my yoke is easy. But the thing is the devil comes along and he's the one that wants to make it hard and difficult. You had to make a very tough decision today and yesterday, Denny. And your decision yeah, I prayed about it all hard. night long, and God answered my prayers. Yes, he did. Well, you pray all night long for something, God sees how sincere you are. Or when somebody will fast for a day and go and feel that hunger, and they still, yeah, you pray all night long. Uh, yeah, and that's good. God answered your prayer, Denny. And there's been a couple people I know very pert well did Wanted to know the truth of the Bible. They knew what was out there. They knew they felt the love of God. They knew God because the Bible was the true God of all creation. But they knew the churches were teaching lies. So they prayed, God, show me the truth. I know about You're one of them, Denny. And you found our site, satansrapture.com, and the show, and bam, you found the truth. you set free. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought what what uh, a song you should play for the radio show. You may not be able to get it, but uh, is "Tell Me Lies, Tell Me Sweet Little Lies" by Fleetwood Mac because that's yeah. what the churches do. They want sweet little lies. Well, that's what Ziggy said. Hey, you got to throw some lies in. You'll sell more books. He actually, he knew that. It was funny. I said, no, Ziggy," and then he always had a favorite line. He always used to say this, Ziggy. He used to say, yeah. "When I die," he used to say this, Daddy. Right? He would say. When I die and go to hell, he was so sure. He said, I'm sure it's going to be filled with preachers. I said, yes, it will be. Because there's yeah, some of the most true. wicked people on the face of the earth. And this hell I'm going through here and this place we're living is by a company called MillsPropertyManagement.com. They're on the Internet. Brookings, South Dakota. These people can... 75% of the real estate they control, and I just found out that they, they own the courtrooms. They own the judges. They own it all. And when they don't want you around, you're not around. And, uh, you know, a lot of these fundamentalist churches, not all, but a lot of fundamentalist Christians that all hear our show and we're against the Trinity, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, their beloved death.
still there, Pastor Harry? Hey, hello. Hey, Danny, call, come on and call back because we're back on the air. Hey, hold on. Here we are. I'm with you, Pastor Harry. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe Mills uh, Property Management has some pull with blog talk. No, maybe they did something, but we're we're back. But these people, it's a snake pit, and they have they have a Christian mission statement on their site, and it is a joke, a uh, faith-based, evangelical uh integrity, honesty, stewardship, giving everyone a nice feeling of home. These are some of the most wicked liars I have ever encountered in my life. And I, I taught, you know, when, when somebody's sick, I had a hernia surgery, I'm sick, and they don't even care. They'll drive you out in the street if they can with it, or illegal eviction. Oh, they, they, they want you sleeping on a, on a park bench somewhere. Or at Ruth's funeral home across the street, but... Ain't going to happen. These are some of the most wicked people I've ever seen in my life. And I talked to one woman, and I said to her, I said, what you're doing to me is no different than what Putin's doing. And she just went off in a rage, screaming, yelling. She says, you don't know my heart. You don't know my heart. I said, sure I know your heart. Because Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. No mercy, no love, no compassion, nothing. And one day, that woman will scream for mercy, and God will say, well, where was the mercy you gave? Leon, yeah. Elena, yeah, number two. People are pathetic, pathetic jokes, but they just represent a greater, a little slice of the greater joke. Hey, Dan. Still with you, Pastor Harry. I don't know what's going on today. Let's try a song. We'll be right back. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the name Yeah. 
Hey, Dan. Still with you. Yeah, you know, the thing is, like, the Catholic Church, again, is another, it's the original Trinity-based church. No power against God. There is no Trinity. It's a fake, a fraud, and a lie. But you're the original Trinity Church. But at least the Catholics are not as pushy as these evangelical Protestants are. They are really, you know, they're very pushy with their religion. And they think they're so right with pride. What's that? Why why do you think the Antichrist and the false prophet chooses the Vatican as the center of, uh, of the whore Babylon religion? Well, the harlot of Babylon, we say on this show. Man. Okay. Harlot. That sounds a little better. You know? But anyway, why? Because there are 1.3 billion Catholics around the world. There's about 50 or 60 million Catholics in the USA. Mexico is Catholic. South America is Catholic. And about a third of Europe is Catholic. And the Rome is all Catholic. So... It's just a great stronghold. There's only 300 million Protestants versus 1.3 or 2 billion Catholics. That's why. That makes and sense. if you ever watch Hollywood, yeah, yeah, then it does. If you ever watch Hollywood movies, Hollywood always portrays Christianity as the Catholic Church. And they portray the Protestants and these evangelicals as this lunatic fringe. So at least Hollywood got one thing right because they are a lunatic fringe. <laughs> but I'll tell you, but no, I've met some very nice Catholic people, but so far in my life, the most vicious, wicked, evil people I've ever encountered are those that claim to be the evangelical Christian. And they're sick. That is true. Per- yeah, they love once saved, always saved, the lie, eternal security. Because they can do all the evil and wickedness they want and think they're going to heaven as a doctrine. Uh, They love death penalty more than life itself. They love sanity. They just love these lies, but they love death penalty. And, you know, Jesus was very much against death penalty. I wonder why they believe that once saved, always saved. Because, you know, when when, uh, the Bible says clearly Jesus can vomit you out of his mouth. He can erase your name from the book of life. So... Look How can they what believe that? Reading, what are you reading your Bible or something? Danny, that's pretty good. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, that's true. Revelation. He said he he will vomit the lukewarm churches out of his mouth. He can erase your name for the book of life. He said if anyone adds or if anyone takes away from the book of said if anyone adds to the book of Revelation, God will add the plagues of the tribulation because they're going into it. And if anyone takes away from the book of Revelation, God will take out their name from the book of life. He said it twice. Yeah. They don't like that verse, too. You know what happens when you confront an evangelical with that verse you just said? Quoted? Their face turns red, and they get angry and tell you to start your own church. Yeah, well, and they run to the book of Romans and start quoting Romans. Yeah. They run the Romans. Romans is, is a very flawed book. And as I always say, I'm not going to accuse Paul. I don't know who wrote at Romans. I don't know if Paul wrote an original letter, but it was clearly edited and distorted and twisted by the Roman Catholic Church. Because, hey, they're the Roman Catholic Church. There's a letter to Rome. So they figured they, I think they figured they had carte blanche to do whatever they want. 
Because it does say in Romans 13, I don't care what anyone says, that all governments are righteous servants of God and to do good, not evil. That would mean that Putin right now is a righteous servant of God. That would mean Hitler was a righteous servant of God. Caligula, a righteous servant of God, who would take marriage a couple. Yeah, a couple that was going to get married, and he would have sex with the wife first before the husband could get married. That's a righteous servant of God. See, no. So there's a lot of things. Romans 9 says we don't have a free will. We're organic puppets. And God makes some that will choose him and some that will reject him. So he has someone to roast and someone to toast. It's not what the, that's not what Jesus said. Yeah, Romans says no one seeks after God, but Jesus said seek and you shall find Right. There's another mistake. That book should be torn from the Bible and lit on on fire. But not till you read it and compare it to Jesus. You should, it's an individual thing. I mean, it shouldn't be removed from the Bible. It should be in there. But when people would take the time to compare certain key verses with Jesus, like you said, no one seeks God, seeking he shall find then you, it's very nice to carefully rip it out of the Bible. It's very – I enjoy burning a book of Romans. Want to get me a birthday present? Just give me about ten books of Romans. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun to see. Just around here you might get spit on. Uh, they, won't, they won't kill you, but they'll spit on you. Yeah, but they do a comparative study. And they call it holy water, too. They, well, I should just spit holy water on him. <laughs> yeah, but, but but I mean, you, you can try to twist it to say what you something right, but no, no. I mean, Trump probably read That's somebody right. probably. I'm just saying, Danny. Somebody probably read the Book of Romans to Trump, and that's where he thought he's some righteous dictator of God. True. Yeah. What, what were you going to ask me, Danny? I finally listened to that song you've talked about forever, but I never got around to listen to "Sympathy for the Devil." That was a oh yeah, a wicked, wicked song. Yep, you know, I always tell people "Sympathy for the Devil," the Rolling Stones. I think it's 1968. It's either just a song, or it's the devil himself singing to, to us all. The interesting thing about that song was Mick Jagger was going to the recording studio one day, and he said. The lyrics just came in right into his head, and he wrote them down. And then they made music for the lyrics. But come on, that song is clearly saying it, and he even says his name. Can you guess my name? What's more confusing to you is the nature of my game. And then later on the song, he says, can you guess my name? It's Lucifer, and you better show me some restraint. He's threatening people or, you know, burn their soul in hell. Oh, yeah, but he yeah. does say one line that's pretty true when he he says, well, he says, every cop's a criminal and all the sinners saints. Well, all the sinners obviously aren't saints. You could flip it and say everyone's a saint today set apart to follow Jesus at one time was a sinner. But that line, right. all, all the cops are criminals, yeah, I believe that. Because if they're not doing evil... They're defending the evil. Look at the Chavez. Look at that Chauvin thing when he when they executed George Floyd. I don't care what people say about his knee. The guy's high on fentanyl. He's freaked out of his mind. 
you pin a guy under a car with a knee on your neck for for almost nine minutes, struggling to breathe. You believe in defunding the police, though? No, but the guy's crying out for his mother for come on. Yeah, I know. Dying. But that was that was a disgrace. That was a national disgrace. But you know what the greatest disgrace was? No. What's that? No one stopped them. And even That's a greater true. disgrace, why didn't one of the other three policemen stop them? Why didn't Do you one think of the laws other should po- be stricter for do you think laws should be stricter for police officers? Oh yeah. That's a good question. I mean, I do not believe in the death penalty. Jesus denounced the death penalty. It's evil. And, like, if somebody is abused as a child brutally, they're tortured, they're psychotic, do you think they care if there's a death penalty? No. But, see, police are not psychotic. They go through training. They go to school. A lot were in the military. So I do believe there should be a death penalty for police. Police execute Uh a man. It should be executed publicly in front of everyone. I always wondered why God created those laws, you know, where you should uh, kill a witch or whatever. It didn't make sense to me, but but you're right, though. If it, if, the, if the law wasn't there, people would do it anyway. They wouldn't have nothing to fear. Still there, Pastor Eric? Hey, Dave. I'm with you, Pastor Harry. Yeah, someone was messing around with my the, this computer trying to do stuff, and I think they did something by accident they shouldn't have, because I never had this happen before. But no, but you see, if, if there was death penalty only for police that execute people, they wouldn't yeah. do it, because they, they know better. They're not insane, so there wouldn't be any death penalty for police. They just wouldn't. To win a people, they think twice before they did anything evil. There was a death I always penalty. wonder why God right. created the death penalty to begin with in the Old Testament. And uh, I, I thought about it, and if, if there was no law saying that you could die for committing murder, people would murder people all the time. Yeah, and there was no prisons in those days either, like they have today. There's no reason yeah. to execute a person because they have prisons. And one of the most wicked thing is that these evangelicals did in Texas, they passed two laws. They passed the law saying you have one year to prove your innocence. So even if DNA evidence proved the man on death row is innocent, they're going to kill him anyway. That's how evil and wicked they are in the state of Texas. Yeah, that's sick. And they also passed another law, and so did some other Bible Belt states, that a condemned man, when he's gone to his death, can't even have a spiritual advisor or a pastor or a priest with them. You see how wicked and evil these people are? They make you sick that they're so yeah, evil. And they do it in Jesus' name. But they will be left behind in the first of two raptures. And they'll, they'll have death up to their nostrils. And if they don't, if they do repent, let's see how they enjoy when they're on the receiving end of the death penalty 
when they're slammed on a guillotine and off with their head. Really evil. But yeah, but that penalty for the police, there be no police executed because they're not psychotic. They know better. So no death penalty, really. It would just be on the books. You think that's shocking? What about, that, not- what about that police officer that, actually, that thought she had her taser and used a gun on that boy? Do you think she deserves a death penalty? No, she should have never been a policeman to begin with because she's too nervous. Yeah, she exactly. She the right temperament. No, she should be a dispatcher. That was a the problem there. They just wrong job. She didn't have a temperament. You got to be cool. You got to be calm to be a policeman. I mean, we need police down here to be total chaos, but we need good police. And uh, just like with an eviction, for some reason, when police go to evict somebody, they treat them like they're felons and ped- pedophiles. They get vicious. They really get vicious on them. They get evil on them when they should be more kind and compassionate than ever. Right. Another sick thing about them. Yeah. So when I see a cop blown away on the news, I don't say nothing because I don't know. Maybe he's, in, maybe he's a decent guy or maybe he was a monster. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't say every cop's a criminal, but when you still have the George Floyd thing, not one of those off other three policemen did anything to stop him, and they did everything to protect him from the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, and not one person had the courage to go up and knock him off that guy. Say, leave him alone. You're killing him. Because people are sheep. They're cowardly sheep. And America is a nation of sheep with guns. Still cowardly. (laughs) They just got a lot of guns. Anyhow, we're going to take a quick break. And here's a song for our evangelical friends. Be right back.
Welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk. Satansrapture.com.org, a band site. I'm here with my co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How are you, Pastor Harry? Okay, you know, I'm watching this uh, this war in Ukraine. I'll tell you, you know, uh, Fox Fox News is really cheering on the Ukrainians like, uh, like it's a football team. But uh, they said the Russian soldiers have taken heavy casualties. And they probably did because the United States for a couple of years has been arming them with Stinger missiles and, uh, you know, drones that can blow up tanks and all. But Putin is not going to relent. They're not going to drive him back. If he has to, he will use chemical and biological weapons. He will. Yeah, he will. He's not going to relent. And I saw Fox News say, uh, the Russian soldiers are resorting to looting stores. They're not resorting. It's pretty stupid when you invade a country and there's a big supermarket not to go in and take the food. That'd be pretty Yeah, dumb. that would make sense at all. Yeah, no, sure. But uh, no, Putin's not, they're not going to win. They just, uh, they're trying to tout them like they're cheering them on, like they're the great freedom fighters. They're going to lose their whole country. Because if you turn around and look, there's nothing to fight for. Putin's decimating cities. That's another reason why the army's fighting good, because Putin's not shooting at the military. He's blowing up what's behind them, their towns and and uh, schools, apartments, where they live, their, their supermarkets, their uh, hospitals, everything. If they turn around and look, there's nothing to fight for. Yeah, he probably will release biological weapons or chemical weapons on them. I'm sure he will. Yeah. He's not going to back down. I hope we don't release that rabies virus because that'll... That'll, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, that would be zombie apocalypse. I don't think he wants to do that either. Because if it's present in Europe, remember, he wants to sell Europe, make all that money selling them all the oil from the Ukraine. He don't want to destroy Europe. He don't want to destroy the United States. He wants to make a $100 billion off of us. And Biden, see, Biden will not open the pipelines up here. So we're all dependent. He makes us dependent upon Russia and Iran. He makes us dependent on our enemies for oil. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a stupid thing to do, A full, no matter what, what politics you believe in. It's just ridiculous. doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat. When we can be oil independent, but you shut our own pipelines and beg our enemies to not raise the prices, it's just evil. But Biden himself has actually said the other day, Danny, I heard it right out of his mouth. He said, quote, we are using COVID to create a new world order. Yep. You think he was you think he was talking about Democrats in charge or something else? Well, the Democratic Party is the arm of the uh, of the Euro Illuminati. While the Republican Party is the arm of racism, hatred, greed, and uh, whatever the American Illuminati is, not even real. I mean, it's more a racist, KKK, Aryan Nation kind of thing. Christian identity. Yeah. You know, if you're born European, you're automatically, if you have blue eyes, you're automatically an Israelite. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus had bright blue eyes, you know. You walked yeah. around Jerusalem with bright blue eyes and blonde hair. People would have said, "Who are you? You what? You're you're from some faraway country. You wouldn't even look. It wouldn't even be a Hebrew. 
He'd be like some Dorsarian, uh, you know? Uh, Jesus, Mel Gibson got it right when he made the movie The Passion because he showed Jesus and the, and the Jews, the Hebrews, as they truly are. They're a darker-skinned Caucasian kind of people. Darker I like skin. The Passion, but the, the problem I uh, had with the movie The Passion was they didn't show Jesus rising from the grave. They showed him going to the no. grave, but never a resurrection. No, that was a mistake of Mel Gibson. And another mistake was, I believe after the Last Supper, Satan played a video right in Jesus' head of, well, of the exact horror of what he was going to face at the cross. And I believe that's when he fell on his face and prayed to his father so hard that he sweated blood. Is there any way this cup could pass? But not my will, but your will be done. That should have been in the movie, too. Would have been a much better movie. Yeah. Should have contacted us, Danny. We would have helped them out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, but you're right. There should have been the resurrection. So cut out a couple scenes. Gibson seemed to be focused too much on the brutality of Jesus' death. And, the, yeah, there should have been the resurrection scene. I agree. I would have made the movie better. Yeah. But, you know, the Catholics, yep. look, at the, look at their crucifix. They always show Jesus still on the cross. That's true. Protestants at least have an empty cross. One good, that's one thing they did right. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, try to tell, I try to tell every Christian I meet, or I know you hate that word, but uh, I was a little safe false Christian. But I always, hey, always try hey, to tell them there's it, something wrong with every church. You just got to look for it. Yeah, there's something wrong with every church. They teach the Trinity. Worst thing there is, their whole foundation is wrong. Yeah, you go to buy, you go to build a building or build a house. If the foundation's off, the whole thing's going to collapse. So the foundation must be Jesus is the Christ, the literal Son of a Living God, not this fake Roman Trinity. That's yeah. why the churches have no power. They didn't start out with the Trinity; they started out with the truth. It was a very Hebrew-oriented religion, a very Judaic religion. Because all the original, the first church was the remnant of Israel. They, they were all Israelites. They were all Hebrews. The first church was in Jerusalem. They met at home. And I'm I got a question they, for you when you're done. Yeah, but they just believed in the one God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who begot a son, created a son to be the Savior, Jesus, the Lord of hosts. And that got all flipped and twisted into this Roman trinity. But what was that, right. Yeah. I was wondering, why do you think Jesus said to the Jews first? Is that because there's going to be a lot more Jews to repent than uh, Gentiles? Or what, why do you think the, it was to the Jews first? Because the Jews received the the law and the prophets. So he came to them first to fulfill their religion, to complete their religion, and then to spread, to spread it to the non-Jewish world, the Gentile world. But he, yeah, he came, I, I, I've heard from yeah. my from my family a lot that uh, Paul was for the Gentiles and Jesus was for the Jews. Yeah, well, that's what you hear a lot from people because it's just a very uh, sick statement because they want to believe in Romans and they're guaranteed heaven. You know, there's another phony thing in Rome. Romans 10. Jesus taught we're forgiven by his sacrifice on the cross. But that's just half the story. What do you do after you're forgiven? Go out and sin some more? No. Then you take up your cross and follow Jesus in spirit and truth. You overcome the devil in the world, and you keep his word with perseverance. 
that then you you complete your salvation and earn the crown of life. See, just being forgiven itself, no, that's not enough. It's the beginning. But um, yeah, that's why the, the churches love the, the book. But the Book of Romans says, no, we're saved by believing a creed. It says if you believe Jesus. Uh, what does it say in Romans 10? Oh, I've been read it for so long. I burn every one. I can't find one. Well, <laughs> no, it says, um, uh, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you confess him as Lord, you shall be saved. So it's salvation by a creed. But Jesus contradicted that. He said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? If anybody can call him Lord, but are you following him as Lord? That's the key. Yeah. So, yeah. My favorite my favorite verse that contradicted Jesus was uh, Romans three ten. He said, "There's none righteous, no not one." And Jesus said in, in the Sermon on the Mount that the kingdom of, heaven, kingdom of heaven belongs to the righteous. Right, and unless your righteousness exceeds the Pharisees, you'll never see heaven. Yeah, I mean you can rip that. You can that book is so evil, but yeah, I don't want people to just take tear it out of their Bible and burn it. I want them to compare it to Jesus' teachings, see how it's evil, and burn it for themselves. Because Romans holds people captive, Danny. It, it confuses them. And, it, and they're afraid to tear it out of the Bible. Well, when you see how fake it is, then it becomes a, 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 a very cool experience. It's just you got to tear it out page by page or you'll destroy your Bible. Because I ripped one out once and the whole binder came out with it. Got to remove yeah, it I carefully. Tried to, I tried to black. I tried to take a black magic marker and mark out everything that disagreed with what Jesus said. And when right. I got done, it was it was almost <laughs> solid black. Yeah, then you burn it. But yeah, but it, when you burn your first book of Romans, wasn't it like a cool experience? Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was. Uh, if I don't know how to explain the feeling, but it was liberating. It is. It's a good word, Danny. You're right. It's liberating. It's saying this fake book has no power over my life. I've heard people say, well, Romans is fake. Then take it out of your Bible and burn it. Oh, no, you can't do that. See, because it still has power over them. It is liberating to yeah. burn it. Oh, yeah. Very liberating. It's liberating. It's just freeing. You say, hey, I see this book is fake up in flames. Because if you're trying to, to make it look good, you don't never, you can't make you can't make uh you can't go out and take dog poop and make it in the gold. No. You can't make that book from God when it's not from God. Nope. Just can't do it. But it's just sad that in the evangelical world and the Catholic, but more evangelical Protestants, they ex- they extol the Book of Romans as the road to salvation. Yeah. Yeah. I had a close friend that got real angry with me when I told him Romans was was uh, contradicting Jesus, and he never talked to me again. He said I was accusing him of being a false prophet. I yep. never accused him of being any kind of prophet. <laughs> That's true, too. That's right. But Yeah, but see, people want to believe that all the books of the Bible, that Romans is inspired by God. It's in perfect harmony with Jesus. Yeah, and Santa Claus is Timothy real. said. What? Timothy, I've heard this one a million times. Timothy said that the the whole Bible was inspired by God, but that's the only Bible they had back then was the Old Testament. Right. 
So that's exactly right. I mean, that's like me writing my fourth book and saying every word in this book is inspired by God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but Timothy was just uh he was an apprentice of Paul. So what do you expect? Yeah. But see, by but yeah, but then he always said all scriptures is is inspired by God. But I, I believe he was talking about the Old Testament, like you said. I don't believe he was talking about the Book of Romans. Me too. That's unless, what I feel too. Unless the Book of Romans he was reading isn't the Book of Romans that was changed three hundred years later. That's possible too. The Book of Romans we're reading could be a total forgery. So when Paul originally wrote and Timothy might have read. Could have not even right. read like we read. Then we can't go back and see the original. That is the original, what we're reading in the Bible, as far as we right. know. You know, it's interesting on our site, my our Facebook page, I put a lot of different people on and some Satanists on and some Satanists was saying he actually said the fake Christianity he writes fake Christ or she wrote, fake Christianity says that God's love is unconditional. But that's not realistic. He said, to us pure Satanists, he said, we choose who we will love and who we hate. And I wrote, simple quote, hate destroys the hater. And some person actually said amen. Wow. So, but hate does destroy the hater. When God tells, when Jesus says, forgive others, forgive us our sins as, as we forgive those who sin against us. To forgive somebody that did you evil, you're not giving them a free pass. You're not saying what they did is good. You're just not holding hatred and hostility in your own heart to make yourself stick. You're setting it free. Because I, I don't Buddha, believe God's love is. I don't believe God's love is unconditional, though. She was right about that. Right. No, God has conditions. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, see. God loves everybody. That part's true. But he's also a God of righteousness and judgment, and not everybody's going to go to his heaven because they'll turn heaven into the same hell they made earth. Yeah, you, know, you, exactly. look at, you look at earth from outer space. It's a beautiful planet. It's this blue and white beautiful sphere spinning with this little green. But then you, uh, you land here, it's, it's a hell. You got homeless people, people suffering, children abused, people shooting up drugs in the streets, uh, crime, murder, horrors, people abusing people, mistreating them, taking advantage of them. I mean, Earth is a horrible, horrible place when you land here. When I landed here, it was horrible. I'm going to go back to my planet soon then. (laughs) I'm just going to recon Back to your planet. Yeah. They want me to give a report. Here's my report. Humanity's worth saving because there are some people that do good or would do good if they knew the truth. So I believe I'm not trying to give my report when I go when I yeah, phone. Did you, home. Watch more, did you watch Mork and Mindy when you were young? No, no. No, I had that RV. You never did. I, lo- no, I lost my alien communicating device, so I can't. Get, <laughs> I can't contact. My I used phone. to love that show. And Happy Days, because Happy Days had the Fonz in it, and he had that alien come down to Earth and try to give reports on Earthlings. Yeah. But, you know, there were aliens. There are aliens. God made life on other planets, and the Bible says it. Because it, it identifies in Genesis 6-4, it says the Nephilim, the fallen ones that were in the Earth in those days. 
And when the sons of God, aliens, saw that the daughters of men were, were fair, were pretty, were hot, they had took wives and had sex with them and produced the race of these mutant, violent, sterile giants. Because a hybrid would be sterile. Like if you breed, yeah. if you breed a horse with a donkey, you get a mule. It's a big donkey. Yeah, they're sterile. But it's sterile, yeah. So no wonder these hybrids I, were. That's yeah, the same were, thing with the, those ligers, the half tiger, half lion. They breed them together, and then the the they're, the, the babies are sterile when they're born. There they are, liger, yeah. And by the way, there's an age-old question. Who would win a fight? God was smart enough to put lions in Africa and, and uh, tigers in the in Asian uh, Siberia. But who do you think would win a fight between a lion and a tiger? Uh, I would say a tiger. They're bigger. Yeah, but they're not tougher. A lion is a braver animal. Yeah, that's true. It's got more fight in it. The tiger would run. Well, that's why Jesus isn't called the Tiger of Judea. He's called the Lion of Judea. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Never thought about that one. A lion is the king of the beast. Lions yeah, are pretty cool. Exactly. I like lions. They're pretty cool. And the females they're are the mentioned, They're mentioned several times in the Bible. The lion would lay down with the lamb. He didn't say the tiger would lay down with the lamb. That's true. But I'll tell you a real quick funny story. I read one time... The lions are very sedentary and sleep all day. So I used to think, well, I shouldn't want to move around too much, be more sedentary like a lion. But I didn't know the other half did all night long. They're nocturnal, and they walked 17 miles a night guarding the perimeter of, of the female lions and the cubs. I didn't read that part. 17 miles a night they walk. No wonder they're so strong. Wow. Imagine if you walk 17 miles a night. Yeah, I'd be in good shape. I wouldn't have to worry about going to the doctor. Yeah. I can't even walk seven blo- um, yards <laughs> a night. Huh? Maybe seven, uh, not even seven blocks, but 17 miles a night. Yeah. That's pretty, uh, I never read that part. So Misty showed me that, yeah. <laughs> the second part, yeah. She's on vacation, by the way, our listeners out there, if you want to. Misty's on vacation. Even Jesus needed a rest. <laughs> Hang around me too true. much, Danny. You're gonna you're gonna need a vacation. <laughs> well, you know, G- Jesus told two people. I think two people that he healed. He said, "Don't tell people that I'm here." After he healed them, and they went out and and told them anyways. And then Jesus was crowded, but he was so tired. Yeah, yeah, he wanted a rest. That's right. But I mean, you hang around with me enough, you're gonna need a vacation. Let's face it. <laughs> well, if you're around me enough, you'll need a vacation too, because I'm not the. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I have I have my own issues. Yeah, but my issues are just issues. I don't know. Mine are mine is my biggest issue is depression. I stay depressed, and I don't even know why. I, I look I look to see. I know Jesus said His peace He gives unto you, but I struggle with that one a lot. Hey, an angel just walked in. Look at this. Just walked out again. Checking on me. Yeah. I know this guy, Paul. I mean, Danny. I'm telling you, I think this guy was was born as an angel. 
like not an angel coming down from heaven. I actually think this kid was uh, born as an angel. And he grew up in a human body, but he's an angel. It could be. I mean, Jesus says sometimes we entertain angels and know it not. Yeah, but I asked him, he denies it. I said, well, you're squishing his eyes. He's not allowed to tell me. I have to look in the Bible code deeper. But really, something cool about the Bible code. Uh, you know, I don't have a full program at all about the, the war in the Ukraine at all. But I remember one time I saw that Hillary is going to beat Trump, you know, in, a, in, a, uh-huh. in an election. And yet in 2016, it was the opposite, the greatest upset we've ever seen. Trump won. Because I used to say the yeah. orange clown is going down, and I, I, was, I was mistaken. But then again, there's going to be a rematch. Like, remember Ali Frazier, one and two? Well, there's going to be, prob- in all probability, the, the 20, uh, 2024 is either going to be Hillary running against Trump or Biden Hillary running against Trump Christie Gnomes. Like, each will have a woman uh, running mate. That's probably what we're going to see. And Biden right. will win. Because the code's very amazing. Something about the Bible code says Hillary will not be elected. She'll be selected. So if Biden selects her as VP, he wins because they're going to rig this thing with uh, COVID and have mail-in voting again, guaranteed. But can you imagine yeah. that? Can you imagine Well, he it? can't run again with Kamala Harris because she is so no. low in the polls. Well, because she, t- she can't talk about the war in Ukraine without breaking up laughing. Yeah, I know he didn't say it. She's got a mental, she got a mental disorder, a nervous. Some someone's wrong with her. But can you imagine see Hillary selected, not elected. Biden selects her as VP. Twenty twenty four, he wins. A few months later, he steps down for health reasons, and Hillary becomes president. Wasn't elected, selected. Yeah, because she is. Do you still believe she'll welcome accept the beast? That's what the Bible says. Yeah, I do. 2024, 2028, her first term, second in the 2032, somewhere in there. That's all the time is left. That's it. Yeah, she will be. Bible code clearly says Hillary will be the president of the United States, and she will welcome and accept the Antichrist. In fact, Hillary will be the first United, she will make the United States the first nation to to deliver, to give their sovereignty and power to the Antichrist, to this new world yeah. order. Something, thinking about Hillary Clinton, you know she uses that poster with the blue arrow in her poster, you know, right. for Hillary campaigning. And uh, I also noticed that in, the, in the, 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 the cartoon, The Avatar, The Last Airbender, they use a blue arrow. And in DC Comics, there's also an airbender who uses an arrow on his forehead. I often wonder if that's what they'll use for some purpose. Yeah, of course it will. It'll probably be something to do with the Antichrist. Yeah. Those comic books, it's, it's good now. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, you know, the cut space in Marvel Comics and the DC, they're, they're, put, they're putting as much satanic stuff in their comic books as Hollywood, as, as the movies, as, as, as music, as, as everything. Even the elementary level cartoons have statues of Buddha in the cartoons. I mean, I see it all the time. I tell my son, sure. you know, it's evil. But uh, well, if yeah. you can just think about it backwards, you might right. be able to enjoy the car- cartoon better. Right. But the Antichrist does come as the savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds. And you will identify the strongest with the coming fifth Buddha. 
the Buddha of compassion. <laughs> Cain, the first murderer, reincarnated into a human clone giant body as the savior of the world. The first serial killer. That's really sick. And he's the Buddha of compassion. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, he'll he's compassionate enough, compassionate enough to let you die quickly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, they say they're not killing Christians. They're just helping them. They're helping them to their better incarnation. They're they're freeing them from their Christian cord. That's what they believe. Yeah. But that's what's coming to the world. Mass slaughter. And speaking of that, I'll play a quick song here, Danny. You're talking so much today. I don't know. I'm just... I'm happier today because God delivered me from a great evil. And... A piercing laugh at golden died. A stunning chewing up my spine. He asked me if I liked more wine. But I was getting close to dying. That's it with yeah, a little song. But people, you know, Danny, one time some, some guy really wanted to fight me really bad. He had a he had a machete. He really wanted to really wanted to I knew what was coming down. And had uh-huh. some tears in, I had some tears in my eyes. He said, Why are you crying, you little blank? I said I said, I'm not crying for me, I'm crying for you. <laughs> what do you say to that? He walked away. I just don't like wow, to hurt. I don't like to hurt people. I don't want to hurt nothing. I don't like hunting. I mean, people that hunt for food, they really need it. But hunting as a sport is really sick. Remember that real quick. Remember that uh, was that twisted show that Duck Dynasty, the father of the yeah. clan, said happiness is blowing a mallard duck's head off. That's how twisted yeah. and sick that man was. Yeah, and he's going to tell us about his fake. Trinity God Jesus. Anyway, today was sort of like an unrehearsed show, but I'm just very happy that God delivered me from a great evil and just very happy about that. Anyway, God bless, good night, and take care.